one, but I'm gonna give it to you straight about Jason. His body was never recovered from the lake after he drowned. If you listen to the old timers in town, they'll tell you he's still out there, like some sort of demented creature, surviving in the wilderness, full grown by now, stalking, stealing what he needs, living off wild animals and vegetation. Some folks claim they've even seen him, right in this area. The girl who survived that night at Camp Blood that Friday the 13th, she claims she saw him. She disappeared two months later, vanished. Blood was everywhere. No one knows what happened to her. Legend has it that Jason saw his mother beheaded that night, and then he took revenge. A revenge that he'll continue to seek if anyone ever enters his wilderness again. And by now, I guess y'all know, we're the first to return here. Five movies later, five incredible pictures, and he's still hungry. Jason's out there, watching, always on the prowl for intruders, ready to kill, ready to devour, thirsty for young blood. <laughs> this campfire monologue I provided from Friday the 13th Part 2, in my mind perfectly encapsulates the premise for any of the Friday the 13th sequels you may get your hands on. No elevation, no slow burn psychological pretensions, just a straightforward slasher. Because let's be honest, sometimes you're just in the mood for a grilled cheese. Simple comforts. That case in point can be proven with today's movie, Friday the 13th Part 5, A New Beginning. Sure, it has its limitations. Most noted is how the killer in A New Beginning wasn't actually Jason. It was a copycat killer named Roy, a local paramedic who took revenge after he discovered his son had been murdered. You would think this would be a nail in the coffin for the Friday series, but honestly, I don't think anyone gave a shit. Because we're talking grilled cheese, baby. A little burnt, tomato or chicken noodle, doesn't matter. It feeds a part of your soul that could never be fed with smug art house horror. These are the kind of movies I love to cover. Ones that made me who I am. So not only do I feel joy to cover this, I feel an honor to be able to have a conversation with all of you on a topic that means so much to me and many others. So, without any further introductions, here is our take on Friday the 13th, Part 5, A New Beginning. Boom! Welcome to the Sloppy Horror Podcast. I am your host and your scary movie companion, Christian Ramey, and back again for another week clapping them cheeks, the best producer in the whole wide world, Mr. Ozark Mark. Ozark Mark, what's happening down there, okay? What it is and what it do. Good to see you once again here on the Sloppy Whore Podcast. Now, all my audio listeners, I love you. Thank you for listening. Now, all my video people, if you're looking at me right now, you might notice something a little different on me. No, I did not get a haircut. I shaved. Clean shaven right now. I don't normally do this. One, because I look fucking weird. Now, you could pull it off. I was, I was thinking I think that. Very, I, I look very weird. I look very young. I got ID'd for cigarettes on my way over here, which is a travesty because I'm 31 years old. I shouldn't be getting ID'd for cigarettes. But the yeah. uh, reason, reason why I'm clean shaven is uh, my wife is gone for six months, and uh, my wife likes me with a beard. I like myself with a beard. So six months, I have nobody to keep up for 
I have nobody to uh, impress anymore. So I'm trying to uh, shave every other day for a while, trying to grow my beard thicker. Because, you know, it grows in a little white trash and patchy sometimes. So uh, if you're looking I heard that at was, me right now. I heard that was a rumor. I heard that was a wife's tale. I heard just grow it. Just keep growing it. Well, I keep, the growing, stage. well I keep growing it, but it just gets long, and, and then it takes forever to grow the patch up. So I'm going to try the, the shave and thicken it up a little bit, see if that works. All right. We'll I get hope. a trial for a month. Let's see if we see any progression. But, yep. Uh, yeah, I'm clean shaven. You, go, you grow a nice weird. beard, Ozark Mar. I do grow a nice beard, but I want, you know, I want my ideal thing here is to get the, the full beard. Like right here when, uh, like, halfway down my cheeks is where it's a little patchy, you know, and doesn't look right. So look, it doesn't matter. It does matter. No, well, look here. It matters to me. Nobody's looking like they are, but then nobody's looking at fine details because there's people that walk out here with weird-ass facial hair, and they just walk around like that. Another reason why I need facial hair is because I have the butt chin. <laughs> you, you got a nice <laughs> I face, got the butt chin. I do have a nice face. I know. I'm a very handsome, attractive person. Yeah. Okay? Lots of girls fantasize about me down in their cooter. They do. Okay? They do. But, you know. my, f I don't. I can't shave my face, all right? I need facial hair. I can't. You get you will you clean shave once with me for next episode? Come on. No. Why not? I can't. Why can't you? Because I just won't leave my house for a month. You don't leave your house anyway. That's a good point. So what is the difference? Anyway, we're getting sidetracked here. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome here to another episode here of the Sloppy Horror Podcast. And if you randomly stowed upon this episode and you don't know what we're talking about, we are talking about Friday the 13th, Part 5. reason why we chose this is because you voted in our summer selection. And this is one of the highest voted, I believe. Correct? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It was. Everybody wanted to see this, dog. It's Friday the 13th, Part 5, A New Beginning. Do I got that one back here? Nope. I got Part 6. Anyways, this is a large part of my childhood. Now, there's a lot of movies that we discuss on this show that, yeah, I really like them. They're a part of the genre, and they almost feel necessary to talk about, almost like a, a history lesson for horror, because these are the movies that made the genre. This particular movie is another one of those personal favorites. Like, I don't really know how many times I've watched it. I don't need a any reason to rewatch this for the rest of my life, but I found once again another reason to rewatch it, and um, I watched it yesterday and today again just to cover it up. Just I, I love this movie. I don't know why, because there's something inherently great about bad movies, and this just kind of falls in there. But <clears throat> I know these things seem a little hokier now, watching them in 2022, but. I don't know everybody's age listening, but if you know you're 30 or above, when you were younger, that was scary shit. Like if you caught that on TV when you were a kid, you would have thought about it for a couple weeks. There ain't no way. Oh, yeah. Seven-year-old you stumbles <clears throat> in this movie, you're you're a little freaked out. I think it's a lot better now, man. It's it's so entertaining now, that you're, especially that you're older. And it was funny because I was um, I was voice chat, I was video calling her because she's down in Georgia, and I was getting ready to watch this movie. And she's like, yeah, can I, like, talk to you later? Because I don't want to hear a scary movie while I'm by myself. It's not even a scary movie. It's Friday the 13th, part five. Like, this ain't scary. It's almost a comedy. 
that's the reason that I was excited to talk about it. Because usually when you go for favorite parts in a movie, you always pick comedy. But sometimes I come in like I know which part it is because there's only really one good one or two good ones. This movie is a a, a, a a myriad of just funny ass shit. Just people walking, talking uh, archetypes of funny people. And that's what Friday the 13th does best. They make the douchebag characters that exist in real life but they kind of over exaggerate them you know you get the asshole boyfriend you get the slutty girl you get the nerdy guy you get the stoner you you get all these people throughout each and every one of the movies and then they do such a great job at making you relate with them but at the same time you don't give a shit if they die you're like you know what i've had about enough of him too why don't you just go ahead and take him out just take him out and that's what they're all about that's what he does the whole movie. There's like 19 total kills in this movie. Wow, that's a lot of kills. It is, dude. So, why don't you, uh, why don't you give us a little uh, quick synopsis. It won't take very long. Synopsis is pretty easy. All right, mm-hmm. so what happens, folks, if you are familiar with Friday the 13th Part 4, which we have covered... Uh, you get a young Tommy Jarvis and a sister. They they have to attack and kill Jason, and Tommy Jarvis kills Jason. This movie takes place with an older Tommy Jarvis. He grew up to be the Blue Power Ranger. Um, doesn't he look just like the Blue Power Ranger guy? I thought he Billy. was the Blue Power Ranger. He guy. looked just <laughs> like him, bro. <laughs> I thought he was. Looks just like him. Well, anyways, he grows up. And he's clearly troubled. He's been traumatized in life, and he's been in and out of mental hospitals. Well, now they're transporting him to a place near Crystal Lake, um, which, why, I do not know, because that would be like a prime spot not to send somebody that had trauma at Crystal Lake. I digress. They send him to this camp, and it's like kind of a laid-back camp. Like, nah, this is a cool place, dog. We're not going to be up your ass. It's not a prison. We're real chill. And Tommy's not about that, bro. Bro, can, you, you can cut the tension in the room every time he's in there. He is just... You're like, hey, it's okay. Like, you never, like, almost wanted to give a, a, a dude a hug so bad. You're like, come here, bud. It's all right. Nobody wants to hurt you. It's all right there, pal. He's just angry as fuck all the time. <laughs> like, ready to go. Like, yeah. not playing games. Well, it gets to camp... Um, and then, you know, people start dying one by one by one. But the unique twist of Friday the 13th Part 5 is technically the killer is a copycat of Jason Voorhees. It turns out that the killer is the ambulance driver, Roy, who is the father of a kid that had special needs. I mean, he's probably like 18, 19. And at the beginning of the movie, he gets killed at that camp by this crazy kid. Uh, well, he's also an older guy, too. But he's, like, chopping wood, and the guy's going over and bugging him, and then all of a sudden he just attacks him with the axe. Well, the dad was this paramedic named Roy, so he decided to become a copycat killer of Jason Voorhees, and at the end, that's revealed. A lot of people didn't like that, pissed them off. Didn't really bother me. I just need the mask. I need Jason. I need him. Uh, That's what I want. And then it's not like they didn't explain themselves, or it's not like it came out the next movie, like, oh, that actually wasn't Jason. Like, that would have pissed me off if they didn't tell me till part seven. But they explained themselves well. Made sense. You're like, all right, I got that. Yeah, it still hits all the categories of a Friday the 13th, so, I mean, you know. Yeah, how can you like a Scream movie and not like this because of that? Like, literally every other Scream movie is a copycat killer. Yep. Like, and you're telling, all right, I get it. 
This guy's pissed off. He lives in an area for the last 25, 30 years that's been tortured by this uh, killer with the mask. I get it. You want to get rid of somebody, you pretend. Makes sense. Yeah. Makes fucking sense. Makes perfect sense here. Ozark Mark, I like to ask questions. I want to know, what's your favorite part of Friday the 13th Part 5? Um... Yeah, there's multiple. Lots I think. of deaths. There's, there's lots of deaths. There's lots of good parts, lots of funny parts. I had a couple that kind of stood out to me. Was uh, The first one, uh, the runner-up, my favorite part, is I can go through both of these because they're fairly quick, is uh, when uh, Tommy Jarvis still first goes to uh, breakfast for the first time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and I believe his name is Eddie. And he comes yeah. in, he, like, scares Tommy with one of his masks that he made, and he just kept poking him. Like, what's wrong? He got a sense of humor, huh? And Tommy's just like, he didn't have it. Like, so he, like, Hulk Hogan suplexes this kid <laughs> like, <laughs> out of nowhere. Like, F, like John Cena, F5, FU, whatever the hell he called it, on the table and just starts whooping his ass. Like, I was like, oh, my God. Nuts. Zero to a hundred. I know. It was fucking hilarious. I was like, oh, my God. Like, I did not expect a full-blown WWF <laughs> suplex from this man. That was hilarious. Um... Definitely the other part. My favorite part is uh, uh, Billy when he's uh, in his car and he's waiting for uh, that girl to come out, but yeah, she's Lana. taking forever. Lana, yeah, <laughs> he's just sitting in the car. <laughs> he makes a noise I just never heard before. Like he's doing coke, he's getting ready, and Susie inhales it. He goes, "Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah, that uh, guy was such a funny he was character. Fucking funny man. Got taken out with an axe. Yeah, he did. I liked when Eddie got killed, man. I that was one of my favorite deaths of like any movie ever. For some reason, when he got like the leather strap over his head and put back to the tree, and he just kept tightening it, oh, and yeah. tightening it. It was just like, ah, shit, that would work. Yeah, that would work. Some, there were some good ones there, and uh, his girlfriend got it with the uh, Hedger's Hedger's yeah. eyes. So. Ooh. Like the burning. You oh, know? yeah. That's what it made me think of. Yeah. That, not good. Not good at all. He just walked up to her like, what is this, sleeping? <laughs> <laughs> nah, bro, she's dead. <laughs> <laughs> what is this, sleeping? <laughs> I don't know why that part makes me laugh. <laughs> just, he's so, you know, playful, Romeo. What, about, what are you doing? What about the, I, I thought for sure, I could have sworn when I watched this, uh, it was the part where uh, that, I believe that kid's name is Jake, right? The special ed kid, or what? That's not Jake. Is uh, what was that guy's name? The guy, um, the kid, uh, the uh, son of the killer, Joey. Joey, yeah. When Joey's over there bothering the guy, Vic, yeah. With when he's chopping wood, I could have swore I just heard you in the back of my head, like that's you, Mark. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Fucking hate this place. <laughs> yep, yep. You definitely put off that energy. I, I've always likened our friendship to Ferris Bueller. <laughs> You've got camera and energy for sure. You're just like, no. You're the smarter one. You make the smarter choices. But for some reason, you just end up hanging out with people that fucking don't. I don't know. I guess I attract those kinds of people. I don't you do. Know. That. What's your, what are your favorite parts? You got any? I'm sure you do. I've seen this movie probably 500 times. Love the belt scene getting wrapped around the head. I love Reggie the Reckless screaming. That fucking scream. He, Dude, screams, he screams like a girl. Like, oh, no. <laughs> the confidence in that boy to sound like a girl, man. 
<laughs> in an all red like just track suit, just their sweatsuit. He he made the care. He was fun because he's a kid, you know. So you would, by all means necessary, you would try to keep Reggie alive. You'd be like, all right, kid, it's gonna be all right. I need you to chill out though. Can't be screaming like that. And then, um, what's that guy? Um, I, I forget that actor's name, but he's in uh, Return of the Living Dead. He's in a bunch of shit, man. Um, he's, he played his older brother, Demon. He got it inside of that bathroom. That was so much fun. <laughs> man, tell me, tell me, no, tell me, everybody listening right now, you haven't had that moment where you're walking to the, running to the toilet, like, oh, 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 oh. What's wrong? Oh, the enchiladas. <laughs> I have said the enchilada. Ooh, baby. <laughs> that's how he goes out. Yeah, that sucks. I don't look. I'm sorry. That's probably the one of the worst ways to go because I don't want to go out while I'm taking a shit. I don't either. Like I lock the door every time I go to the bathroom just to be sure that that doesn't happen. Yep, yep. And it happens in quite a few horror movies. Yes, it does. What about the Italian guys like starting their car up and they just get the road flare to the face? The road, like, was that to the face or to the mouth? Oh, yeah, it's to it the, the mouth. mouth. Yeah. yeah, that was a good one. There's a lot of creative kills in here. I, I like that about this movie. Um, I mean, Friday the 13th always does a good job at that. I think even like its comparable younger brother, the Sleepaway Camp series. Sleepaway Camp is really good, but uh, I think they have a better character development in their movies, but Friday the 13th has just always been a crowning champ when it comes to kills. They just... That's like the whole reason for the movie. I mean, that's why you go to watch them. And titties. And titties, bro. And titties. There oh. are... There, I think there's three pairs of titties in here, right? Oh, what's what's her name? Um, oh, what's her name? What, what's Eddie's girlfriend's name? Oh... Uh, Anita. Anita. Dude, them tit, them type titties that make, uh, U.S., or, you know, uh, that them make Olympians with them titties. If, if you're, like... She, I'm pretty sure, I'm fairly confident that she could crush a can on a table with one of those bad boys. I'm pretty sure her son is Michael Phelps. Like, you make, you can make Olympic champions with them titties right there. If, like, that was your mom, and that's how you were born. Oh, my them, God. You would kinda, be a huge kid with all that milk. Them titties made Shaq. You know, <laughs> can you imagine, mommy milkers? I mean, your vagina must have been destroyed if you gave birth to Shaq. I feel like Shaq came out of the womb our height. Yeah, yep, he did. That would be rough. Yes, there was. And, and tell me about when Lana. At, Right before she's closing a restaurant or whatever, she just flashes the mirror. Nobody does that. Nobody does that. She said, it's showtime. Uh, they I'm, just did that for us. No, That's a, they just did no, that for I do us. That. I do that almost every day. Well, we're different. With, like, with oh, my, yeah. With my wiener. I oh, go, yeah. it's showtime, and then uh, do the clap. Yeah, or the helicopter. The thigh to thigh is fun, too. But we're dudes. I'm just saying, like, if you went to go pick up your wife from work, she's not going to go into the bathroom like, it's showtime. And then How come do you back know? To How do you know? We never go in there. That's true. That's true. We never go in Paris to the bathroom. No. We're not like really worried about people taking pictures of I us mean, or grabbing I, our I mean, I've had gone in pairs, but it's not because like you're joining me. It's just because like yeah, I've got to go too. Yeah, it's just it's because we both have the to coincidence. Pee. Yeah. yeah, it's just the coincidence. Not good. No. Not good. You gotta be careful where you do that too, because we went to. I remember I went to a, a Funny Bones comedy club, 
and uh, I, me and our buddy Sandy, we had to go at the same time, but the show was going on. And he called us out. He's like, two dudes going to the bathroom? That's weird. <laughs> Get called out for it. You got to be careful with that. We're doing drugs. That's what I would have said. And I would have stole the show. That's what I said. Yeah. That's what I said. We're doing drugs. Doing drugs. We're doing illegal substances. Now, Mark, there is a different mask in this movie. Did you notice the details? I mean, you're yes. just a casual horror movie fan. Uh, yeah, it's blue. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. The little uh, triangle shit going on, it's blue. The triangles are blue. There's no top triangle either, right? Um, uh, there's no top triangle. I it's like just it. The sides on the, on the blues. Yeah, I kind of like it. Yeah. You know what's a fun death, too, is Violet. They didn't have to incorporate that dance scene in there, but they did. They did. Yeah, you gotta have some kind of dancing. Either one of my family members just came home or someone just broke into our home. Well, at least they flushed. Yeah, that's that's a plus. That's a plus. All right, not a big deal. So, I think we're prepared. I honestly, like, especially, you know, I just feel like if somebody broke in here and turned in here and saw all the stuff, they'd just be like, look, this is probably not the right house. No. I don't know if he's threatening or just weird. Either way, I don't want to be in here. And I, I would I would turn the corner on. <laughs> well, I gotta say though, I mean, I know this isn't exactly supposed to be Jason Voorhees in this movie. Um, news copycat, but you're like you're just looking at this the whole time. Like, yeah, I could definitely whoop this Jason's ass. Like, it's not like Kane Hodder coming through. Like, that's fucking scarier. The guy who plays it in the fourth one. No, that's, that's no, uh, that, no. Uh, Kate Hoddick was at 7th, 8th, 9th. Right. Uh, and the guy who, before that was... Um, White. Um, Ted White. Yeah, both of those guys are big, intimidating guys. I agree. This Jason is just like, what's going on, guys? Somebody stepped out. Looking like Cotton Eye Joe motherfucker coming in here. Well, that's why he got owned. Right. I don't want to go out that way. You got pushed off a barn into like a spike pallet. Yeah. Where do you even find spike pallets? Those seem so prevalent in movies I and so even... many things, but I've never seen that in my life. I don't know life. what's the use for them. I don't know. Why I... do you need a spike bed? I, I've never seen it in my life. The only time I've ever seen a spike bed is when you're in India and the guys are just laying on them, which I don't know why people do that. Yeah, same, dude. They just, I don't know, my, my knowledge of movies and horror movies, it just feels like they're um, out there more. But they are not. They are not, and especially not at the bottom of a barn. Now, if you are a farmer, and you know, and you've got one of these, and you're like, he's fucking stupid city boy, he doesn't know. Tell me, enlighten me, because that's kind of badass if you got spike beds, all right? Because you just know, like, look, bro, my enemies come at me reckless, I'm taking them to the top of the, you know, top of the barn, Kevin Nash powerbombing him right onto that thing. And it's lights out. Because he was dead as fuck when he hit that yeah, thing. there's no surviving that. <laughs> Bro, no. There was multiple <laughs> penetrations in all the organs there. That'd be so quick. Oh, what? No, oh, you'd be done instantly. <sighs> Not good, dog. You'd probably feel pain for like a second. Yeah. Yep. Would you rather fall from a higher height onto concrete or from that height onto a bed of spikes? Higher onto concrete. Just because you're not feeling anything. You're not feeling shit. Like skyscraper to concrete, it's, you're just, you're jello. Yeah. Could be true. And I'm going to, like, make sure of it. Because you know you're not going to, like, make it. So it's just, like, I'm going head first. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm. Ow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it'd be so quick. 
Would you try and jump off with an umbrella just to see if it worked? If I had one, I would try to ride it out to the end. Uh, yeah. Just breaks immediately. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you just get caught in a tree and live, but you just like break every limb. Ah. Dude, there's some. There's a veteran. There's like you know those commercials on TV, like the sad pet commercials and the dying kids commercials that they play on like regular cable for you to donate. There was a veteran one for disabled veterans, and this guy, he's like, yeah, I, my parachute didn't open. It's like, how are you alive? Like you fell from a plane. Your parachute didn't open, bruh. I I get you. Like he's paralyzed from the waist down. Like how the fuck did he survive that? A plane. That's higher than a building. Bro. Higher than a building. Like, you wouldn't even believe it after you opened your eyes. No. Like, you would just be like, and honestly, I mean, you, that would really suck that, you know, they have the disability, but he probably really is thankful, like, to the sense, like, holy shit, because oh, yeah. you just knew you were dead, falling. Right. Like, I'm dying. Yeah. I'm dead. But, yeah. Like, I was like, God damn, like, how did you survive that? That's nuts, bro. Yeah, so you got spike beds in this movie. We got machetes. We got axes. There's just a plethora of kills in this, and I like that. You got garden shears. You got leather straps. You got... I like how... I like the hillbillies. I, the, the little hillbilly mom and the son. It's just a fun little aspect to it, but I like how she, you know, she squeezed the tomato when she got killed. It's just kind of a classic Friday the 13th kill. I like those old... Um, the imagery to it and her face fell in the soup that she's always bitching that she's making mm-hmm. there's like this thing in horror movies like where if you're really obsessed with something or if you're always talking about something you'll either die from that or like in it and um that is true it's just it's just kind of like the funny way like you oh he always smokes cigarettes then he's gonna die by a cigarette they're gonna flick one at him or something and gas blows yeah, up yeah uh, eddie and uh anita died after banging in the woods mm-hmm. you got uh you remember in, i don't know if you've ever seen dead silence the one with the puppets but that one cop that was always a douchebag played by donnie Wahlberg. he was always shaving his face with the electric trimmers and he gets killed and then the trimmers fall out while they're on like you know <laughs> there's a, there's just always like that symbolism going on what goes around comes around you know what i mean oh yeah fucking Tommy Jarvis fucks up the hillbilly dude, too. He was like, he wasn't playing games. Dude, he's fucking up everybody. I want to put bets on Tommy Jarvis in UFC, but that Tommy Jarvis. Yeah, that Tommy Jarvis, for for sure. He was whooping his ass. The one in part six is not bad. Uh, Tom Matthews, the guy, he was the dude in um, uh, Return of the Living Dead. He was the one, Freddy, he played the new kid working, and then they let out the gas. You know, so he was the younger one. I liked that actor a lot, and he did a, he did a really cool Tommy Jarvis. He was kind of like more of a a hero type, uh, more squirrely. This Tommy Jarvis wasn't playing no fucking games, bro. This dude, I take bets on him over whoever. Like this dude is Rambo. All you got to do is shake him up a little bit, and he's fucking everybody up. Like I would. <laughs> could you imagine like having to preface to your friends before that guy came over, like? All right, um, my friend Tommy's coming over. Like, no one joke with him. Don't, <laughs> no don't, one make fun of him. Don't do anything. Yeah, yeah, don't. He's really, uh, he's got problems. Because he's going to ultimate warrior your ass. But he likes masks. Yeah. He likes masks. <laughs> uh, okay. He makes them himself. <laughs> you afraid of spiders? 
You afraid of spiders on a string? Reggie and his connection made it. That was fun because he saw him and him, you know. Yeah. I like that. And I like that Tommy also was still into masks all, all these years later because when he was younger, he did. He kept good continuity with him, which is good. That's hard to find sometimes, you know. Some people don't make the effort to make that connection between the last movies. Look, I'm not... You and I haven't always made the smartest choices in life, okay? I have, you haven't. No, we both have. We've we've run out of gas on the highway, you know. We've just... Little shits at our old jobs. We just... We were sneaky little shits, okay? Maybe... You know, not the worst people on the world. We, but we've made some dumb decisions when we were kids, as all people do. But I don't know about you. But if there was a legendary killer in our town, known to kill people, and we knew about him, would we have the bright idea in a thunderstorm to go dig him up? Go dig up his fucking grave. You think we would do that like they did in the beginning of the movie, those two guys? Maybe the stupidest choice in the... Like, oh, here's Jason Voorhees. We'll just dig him up. That sounds fun. Because they had that little dream sequence at the beginning of this movie with Tommy Jarvis when he was young. It was still Corey Feldman. You know, Mm -hmm. that's why he had the little cameo in there. And those two stupid fucks go out there just like, oh, we're going to dig up Jason. This will be cool. Immediately upon opening the casket, he just gets fucks him up and then he fucks him up stupid it's like we would who does that who digs up a body in general oh for sure but not of one of a supernatural killer this is your own fault oh yeah 100 percent. but that's what horror logic is doesn't make sense you don't make the right decisions and you take your clothes off that is the horror I like that, Sense. though. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, I mean, it's a great formula. It works. It's been working for centuries. It does. Give us a bunch of kills, a little TNA, uh, masked killer. Works. Works. Put it at a camp, high school, college, or something. We're right there. It's almost insulting how easy it is. You know what it is like? It's like a BLT, Mark. Nothing too complicated about it. It's like a BLT. A turkey club. So it's just a, ba- a grilled cheese. It's a simple fucking formula, which is like, fuck, it is good. I can't say it's bad. Nah, dude, this so, is some good. Of, no, some <laughs> of the best things in life are simple. The simplest 100%. things are the best, okay? Water. Tell me when you're, when you're hot and you're thirsty. You're, you are goddamn thirsty. You want one thing. One thing. <laughs> you want water. It's simple. It's two hydrogen, one oxygen. Bam, yeah. that's it. There's no sugars, there's no corn syrup, there's no artificial flavors, there's no leaves, there's no fucking, that's just water. It's fantastic. Could you picture, like, you're outside cutting the grass, right, and you're just hot as fuck, just sweating balls, and your, like, wife comes out like, babe, I got you a glass of water, you know, a big old glass of ice water, and you take a swig and it's just iced vodka. Oh, my God. <laughs> Somebody's going to die. Like, oh, my God. It might be you. Oh, my God. No. <laughs> he just dropped they it. Just bring it now. Like, or they just bring you a milkshake. Like, here you go. Oh, my God. <laughs> that would be the worst. <laughs> nah. Or a hot cup coffee. Like, I thought you could use more energy. No. I could do that one. 
you could drink, you could be out there sweating your ass off and drink a hot coffee. Mm-hmm. What about a bowl of fucking chicken noodle soup? Nope. No. Nope. Stop not that. it. I drink usually, I can drink hot coffee in the summer, but I like to do it like either on the porch, not doing something crazy. Like, let me do it beforehand. Like, if I was you and I. Yeah, when you're not sweaty and dehydrated and, and yeah. shit like that. Yeah, know. not the thirsty conversation. No. Yeah, you don't want a hot coffee. Uh-uh. I don't even want to pop. I want another. Just give me, the, give me, give me water. Agua. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, this is great stuff. This is great stuff, but we need to get into even more great stuff because I love to learn, and you love to learn, so let's learn together. Education. Welcome to the What Do You Know Hey, This is the segment here where we're here to tell you something that you may or may not know about this movie. Friday the 13th, part 5, A New Beginning. Now, this is how this works. If this is your first time here, we're going to tell you things that we know. Now, if you know what we know, you're going to have a we-no-gasm. But if you don't know what we know, you're about to find out what we know, and you're going to have a longer we-no-gasm. It's going to last a little bit longer. It's going to be like a broad orgasm. You're going to sit there for four minutes, and you're going to be like, uh, it's going to be fantastic. You're going to be like, yeah. So, why don't I tell you something that I may or may not know about this movie here? You ready for this? You ready for this? I'm ready. I bet you I'm didn't notice. Ready. I bet you didn't notice. So, Tommy Jarvis. Oh, Tommy yeah. Jarvis in this movie. Yeah. He's a little fucking weirdo, right? He's a little schizo. He, he doesn't know what's going on. Fucking weirdo. Did you notice how much he talked? You know how much he talks? He was you know a silent many, man. You know how many fucking words this guy says in this movie? You know how many words he said? No. How many? 24. 24 words. He only words. says 24 words. One word an that hour. Is a, that, is a, <laughs> <laughs> that is a sentence. That man's script. He highlighted one phrase, and that was it. That's all he had to say. Holy fucking shit. Fucking 24 words. You can't even fucking post 24 words on your social media. You gotta post like 50 per post. Talkative bastards. Look at that there. What do you know? What do you know about this movie here? Oh, That's all I know. some stuff. Here. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes, okay. Look. Sometimes you like to keep things lucrative. You don't want people in your fucking business. You like to keep things a mystery. You want to keep them secret, right? You don't want people in your fucking affairs. And sometimes this is the case for big movies. So when they're coming out, say there's a new fucking Avengers movie coming out of some shit and they don't want the world to know about it right away, they'll call it a fake title. That way it doesn't bring any buzz and they don't think it's anything. And they did that. they do that a lot with sequels because they don't want... People fucking bugging them. They want to make this shit and be left alone. So sometimes they'll call it a fake title. They did that with this movie. They called the movie Repetition. After a David Bowie song. And apparently, there's been quite a few of these movies. Friday the 13th within the franchise. Where they do the same fucking thing. Where they name it a David Bowie song at first. That way they're not alerting everybody that there's a new Friday the 13th. They keep the business to themselves. Okay? What you do in your bedrooms, what you do in your bedroom, okay? It's nobody's business. So there you go. Little David Bowie star man for that ass. That's a nice little fact there, you know? I guarantee these people didn't know this stuff. No, I didn't know that stuff. I had to fucking kill a guy to find that. 
You know, I had to fucking kill a guy. I saw so much shit to find that. But here we are. I brought that for y'all. Thank you. I mean, you're I, think I, don't, I don't know what you did. I think everybody, I'm, I'm not going to even tell you what I had to do. Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm not even going to tell you. These people. There's a reason why I keep drinking water. I'm wrong. Now, that's great. You know any other facts about this movie? I think that'll do it, you know? I don't know too many other fucking things. I don't know, man. That pretty much sums it up there. I mean, you got two great facts that you probably didn't fucking know. Many people did not know. So, so you, just had, you just educated a little bit better there. Boom. All right. Here we go. We're out of here. Ozark. Now, this is a real question I've had for many years. Man, you got a lot of questions. I do. That's okay. I like it. Now, Jason, he's a mobile man. He works his way around. He's on a camp. He's near a camp. Camp is built for holding many people, correct? You know, they're dealing with a bunch of kids. We can keep a couple kids for quite some time. How many, I don't know, but let's just guess 100, right? So there are facilities nearby. You mean like bathrooms? You think Jason's shitting in the woods, or you think he finds bathrooms? Because that'd be a funny sight to see him shitting, because that'd be your one eye. Be, ah, see you, dog. You can't kill me now. I got a picture of you pooping. You know, and he'd be like, yeah, he'd probably get you for sure. I don't think that man uses facilities. He might go in the lake. Oh, alligator it. He just goes in the water. He's yeah, just like, I mean, it's cleaner for you. Trust me, I had this experience a few day, a few weeks ago with the, with the pooping in the woods. It's not the greatest. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's true. It's not true. the greatest. But maybe he's accustomed to it. Maybe he's figured out which leaves are good. Maybe he steals toilet paper from the facilities. He's always got some. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe, I just want to know these situations of how Jason is upkeeping. And what's his diet looking like? What's he eating? Because, I mean, I don't think he eats people. Maybe it's fish. That would be it. That sounds appropriate for a lake monster guy, you know? Yeah, fish probably. But maybe, maybe he likes the fish because he's, you know, in the water. So maybe he has a, you know, he likes them. Maybe he's mad they ate him. We don't. I don't. I just need answers. I just need answers. I mean, where does he keep his personal records? <laughs> he does have a little shack or a shanty, if you will. Does he? Yeah, he's got a little shanty that's discovered in some of the movies. Okay. You know, I'm uh, sure he just keep, he just probably eats animals, dude, like squirrels and fucking coons and. Oh, that's a good point. Stuff like that. So he probably eats that and bugs. He probably just shits outside. Or in his pants. <laughs> just does it. I'll just get that later in the, in the, in the lake. Yeah. Hey, you know, he jumps jumping through a window, he might let loose a little bit, you know. Who knows? Yeah, I, I I don't know. I don't know. These are just questions that cross my mind at night and you know, I, I don't know. These are things people should know. It's just things people should know. Yeah. Now, with Friday the 13th Part 5, would you put that towards the top of your Friday the 13th franchise favorites or towards the bottom? Mm. I know we haven't covered all, but I, like in my heart, I feel like you've seen them all. Maybe you're not like exactly refreshed on all of them, but I feel um, like you've seen them all throughout never, your life. Yeah. Um, I'd say it's around the middle. Uh, probably more towards, more towards the top. Top, middle. I'd say. I like it because it's right there in the 80s. It's fun. It's not too serious. There's there's a, a, 
there's something when you could put on a movie and laugh and kind of just be taken back to a comfortable time. I I don't have an age when I'm watching this movie. Like, I think the first time I saw this was like six or seven. Like, I don't know if my parents just really sucked or if it was just a time frame where we were able to get media a lot easier because of cousins, older brothers, things like that. You know, people, it was a lot easier to, um, and it's weird. I don't want to say it's easier because kids have phone now, phones now, but we were very proficient in getting parental advisory CDs, fucking rated R movies. It, like, it wasn't that hard. Like, it just, it wasn't a hard thing to get a rated R movie. And half the time, they didn't give a shit. They just didn't really care. Not that they were like bad. I'm saying most parents. There was a few crazy parents out there, but for the most part, they were like weird, or they had weird lines like "no war movies," but you could watch these. You know, okay, like all right, okay, all right, okay. <laughs> but you do it anyways. And anytime you tell your kid like, "Oh, you can't watch horror movies," well, congratulations. In 30 years, he's going to be at every horror convention that comes to town. Yep. Look what you done did. Yeah. You know, they, they should really just start telling them, like, stop watching the Discovery Channel. Stop watching the History Channel. Stop, <laughs> no <watching shit. laughs> stop reading your fucking math book. Yeah. You know, stop, you know. Fuck you, Doc. Might work. Fuck you, I'll do all the fucking math problems I want. Fuck you, Doc. I've been doing math on my iPhone. Yeah, That's just the way it works. It was harder to get. It was. It's not as difficult as it is now. Or, you know, it was a little bit more difficult than it is now to get your hands on some of this material. But still, like you said, it wasn't hard. And also, we were, like, limited to um, kids have everything at the whatever kind of media they want instantly. But, like, we had to work for it. You had a song you really liked? Well, you better take your ass to the store and buy the album. Buy the album or wait for it to play on the radio or play the music video and record it. Yeah, or just destroy your family PC and you can download it. <laughs> like burn CDs. Kazaa and LimeWire. Oh, yeah. I use, I, I use Shareza, too. Shareza. Oh, I don't yeah. even remember that, but it would suck, too, because it would get like halfway downloaded and then it would just stop. Like, no. The things you had to do to have music. And then, you know, being a passenger in a car, that was a big deal, bro. You're like the DJ. You got to spin shit. You had a book to flip through. There was all kind of shit to do. Yeah, you better know the CD that you're putting in, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You better know know what tracks to go to. Absolutely. Nowadays, you can just listen to whatever single you want immediately. So I don't think kids are knowing where to look. We had to, like, work for it to some degree, but it wasn't, like, with small effort you could find your way. Even, like, with wrestling tapes. I remember taking wrestling tapes of Nitro and Raw and trading them with people at school. Like, literally trading. I had the one where Sting came down and, you know, he he switched to NWO and then he, like, had the red one on. Mm -hmm. I took that to school. I'm like, here you go, dog. Check this shit out. (laughs) It's just what we did, man. You uh, couldn't look it up just, on your phone immediately. Like, yeah, hey, yeah. J- hey, he just fucking uh, uh, Aaron Judge just cranked the Grand Slam. You're like, cool, I'll look that up on my phone. I think that explains why now all these stupid trends are coming out and all these, like, dances and TikTok things. Because, like, what else can they do now? Like, you don't, you're not distracted by the nostalgia of trying to find something and spend all your time finding it. Like, you get everything. She's just like, she's like, what do I do now? Yeah. Oh, no. I guess I'm going to dance. I guess I'm going to go in a grocery store and just throw something. Like, you know, they're bored. 
Yeah, they don't have to work for media as hard don't as we what, did. They don't know what to do with themselves. They don't know what to do with themselves. It's I feel scary. Like, I feel like parents are more educated now with the shit their kids are consuming. Though. Like, if like, I went over to my grandma's house, I was like, Grandma, I'm about to watch, uh, yeah, Friday the 13th, New Beginning. Oh, okay. She don't know what the fuck I'm watching. I heard watching. that's an unlucky day. It must be an unfortunate She day. don't know what the fuck I'm watching, dude. No. Like, they're not, they're not, they don't know. They don't know to a T, but, like, as an adult now, you're like, wait, what are you watching? You watching Human Centipede? Hold on. Hey, hey, hey. How old are you? Ten? No, you can't watch, you guys can't watch this. You guys can't watch this because you're familiar with shit. Our parents didn't really know as much. Like, they might have had an idea of some shit, but if you're like, yeah, the lawnmower man. Oh, he cuts grass, Dad. Don't worry about it. All right. Whatever. Fuck it. <laughs> you know, like, nah. Well, Christian Ramey, it's about time that we uh, figure out where this movie rates in the famous, world famous. It's officially the world famous because we've hit all seven continents. Ooh. Sloppy Horror Podcast rating. Let's get into it right now. Sloppy Horror rating, baby, yeah. the Sloppy Horror Podcast rating, where the horror nerd himself, Mr. Christian Ramey, is going to rate this movie on a horror movie scale, not a movie in general, so keep that in mind. We're going to do this in a series of four categories. Three of the categories are worth three points. Last category is worth one point. For A. Total love, ten points altogether. That is correct. Wow, that's a lot of points. That's a lot of points. Now... Let's get into the first category here in the Sobby Horror Podcast rating, and that is casting. Friday the 13th, this will generally be a weak category for each of them because, uh, you know, replaceable actors, forgettable actors, but they are they are fun, and after the years of rewatching, you know, you do kind of grow attached to them, but that doesn't mean their acting merits are, are wonderful. So I have to be fair with this and give Friday the 13th a one in casting. There's no standout stars. There's no, like, incredible people that you're... I mean, Corey Feldman's the only famous person in it, and he's only in it for 15 seconds. So, um, I'm going to go one. Okay. Makes sense. A lot of no names. If you put a lot of no names together, you're eventually going to get something. So, mm-hmm. that's one point so far here in the Sloppy Horror Podcast rating. Let's get into the second category here in the Sloppy Horror Podcast rating, and that is Kills. Three. Yeah, pretty much. There's 19 of them, for Christ's sake. All, all different types. You're getting a variety. That's what this is all about. There this, are this... 19 kills in this movie. There are the Grave Diggers, two of them. Joey. Mm-hmm. The the Hallian dude, the Italian dudes. That's two of them. Yep. The camp director, or the camp doctor. Gets yep. it. Oh, we got Jason and Roy. Don. Billy. He got the axe to the head. Drug guy, Lana, she got the axe. The two lovers, gone. Uh, the paramedic, yep, the paramedic guy, the other paramedic, mm-hmm. falls out of the, the car. Yep, they find him. We got the, <laughs> you wrote old black guy. <laughs> yeah, I didn't, you know. The... You know, uh, uh, Reggie's uh, grandpa, dead. Damien and his girlfriend in the woods, done. You got the two hillbilly people, they're gone. Eddie Hatchet, yep. 
Eddie's girlfriend, gone, and Violet. The entire people that were here are pretty much gone, except for Pam and... Reggie and Reg- Tommy. Reggie, yep. That's it. Three out of the 23 people, pretty much, that are there <laughs> have lived. They all gone. Yeah, and uh, and uh, did you count the killer, Jason? Who play, who's the cop? Yeah, when well, you said Jason Roy. That's that what I said? Yes. Yeah, okay. I'm just making sure because that's a lot to remember. So, yeah, that's that three. That is a lot. That is three, obviously. All, for, all different varieties, 19. How do you not get three points for not killing 19 people? For sure. And they, and they didn't... What I like about Friday the 13th is there's parts that are, like, implied, but then there's also parts where it's not, where it's just like, yep, here you go. This is pretty bloody and fucked up. I don't know. There's a fun blend with that. Obviously, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the original Halloween, most of them were implied, which is great. I love the simplicity of that. But something about Friday the 13th, what put them on the map is that it wasn't always implied. You're going to get Kevin Bacon with a, a spear through his neck, and you're like, oh, Friday the 13th, and you don't know which one it is, because they do give you those quick kills where you see just like a, a glimpse and a blood spray on a wall, next scene, you get those, but then sometimes it's just a like, oh, dude, how? Yeah, it's a good mix, good mix. So that is four points here on the Sloppy Horror Podcast rating. Let's get into the last category here in the Sloppy Horror Podcast rating, and that is fear. So this one's going to get a half a point. Uh, it's not scary at all. Jason is just too much of a pop icon at this point. I don't think anybody, like my daughter, four-year-old, popped in the room at one point. She's like, it's Jason. She's like, yeah. It's Jason. <laughs> yeah, they just, um... but the half a point represents those of us who are 30 years and older who watched these movies when we were younger and it fucked us up. You watched it on a, you know, a, a somebody's VCR at some point. Maybe you could see it at the theater, but for the most part, you saw it on tape, and you went back home, and you ran up your stairs fast. That movie grew inside your head. It's like one of those little dinosaurs uh, that you put in the water, and it grows out like a sponge. Yeah. That's exactly what happens. You go back and watch them as an adult, and you're like, that didn't happen like that. My brain totally exaggerated that, but when yep, you're younger, yeah. bro. The imagine- when you got imagination, that's the best time to watch these because that's going to go fuck you up the most. So, so that is uh, f- four and a half out of ten so far here on the Sloppy Horror Podcast rating. Let's get into the last category here on the Sloppy Horror Podcast rating for half a point each, and that is rewatchability. Is this movie rewatchable, Christian Ramey? That's a yes for me. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's rewatchable for me too. It's a very simple, simple-minded movie of kills and titties and fun. It's summertime. Yes, you have to watch this in the summertime. So there you go. So it's one point. So that's a total of five and a half out of ten for Friday the Thirteenth Part Five, a new beginning. I like that. It's right there in the middle, man. It's five just, and a half, man. That's fair. A lot of these movies are around this score here. These summer movies. I think I think the past four movies are between five and a half and six. I'm not sure all the scores off the top of my head, but it's a close race right now. It's a close race right now. Dun-dun. But we have one movie left Dun-dun. in the uh, summer summer uh, summer of, summer of horrors here, and that's a little hint there if you can figure it out. I mean, which movie have we not done yet? I'm pretty sure you can figure that out. Y'all know. <laughs> Y'all know. Y'all know. Y'all are gonna, hurt. y'all are gonna need a bigger show. Wow, wow, that's a lot of that's a lot of you know, hints. That is a lot of hints there. 
Blues Clues, Blues Clues. That was Mark's favorite show growing up. Who didn't like Blues Clues, dog? That's a good point. All right. Steve is pretty cool. Yeah. I don't know about the mother cats. Mm. But Steve was cool. Who doesn't like a detective dog? Okay. Why do you think Scooby-Doo is so popular? That's true. You see what I'm saying? That's true. Scooby is the shit. Like, all generations like Scooby-Doo. Like, I could... My daughter could go hang out with your dad right now, and they could both watch Scooby-Doo and be content. Like, all right. Oh, yeah. All right, this is it. 100%. We could walk in the room, sit down, too. Like, oh, which all... Scooby? Okay. Yeah, you guys got pizza? I'm in. <laughs> I'm in. It's it's fun. I don't really care what rendition of Scooby-Doo either. I don't care if it's a cartoon, a movie. They can hold my interest. I like it. He's the, he's a talking dog. He's fun. He solves crime. He eats snacks. Gets stoned with Shaggy. It's implied, but we know what's going on. Speaking of kids, I think I got to tell the people. Oh, snap. Hit the music. I missed you, mister. Mr. Mr. Rosak. Tell him if you're old enough. How old? Watch that scary stuff you know, for the parents who give up. Yeah. Uh, funky time. Folks, if you're unfamiliar with this little segment, we like to call it Ozark Mark's Parental Guy Dance. And in a nutshell, we get people who ask us all the time, what are some good horror movies for kids? And then they also ask us about a specific movie and say, is this okay for a kid to watch? So what we try to do with every movie we rate, Ozark gives us a little uh, age of what he thinks would be an appropriate age for a kid to watch. Friday the 13th, part five. So what do you think, Ozark? Is this a movie for five-year-olds? No, not exactly. Uh, We have 19 kills. We have blood, we have cursing. Cocaine. And we have cocaine, drug use, and we have titties. So, we got all the bad boys there. But, keep in mind, this is also not that scary. So, you got to factor that into it. Uh, 15. I was thinking that too, 15, dude. 15, okay. Especially for the boys. 15, they passed the sex thing. They've already been, especially kids nowadays. I mean, they're watching all kinds of worse shit than this on the internet well they don't have so, to work for it as hard it's not it's not as big of a taboo you exactly. can just add somebody on snapchat exactly but if you are the one of those people that try to monitor your children's phone which is impossible 15 15 absolutely comfortable there you can go lower you can go as low as six like christian ramey i don't care what you do that would just be my choice there you go there you have it folks we got a score of five and a half we've got an age 15? I like that. That's fair. I think the kids like that. They like it. They do like it. Gotta stay hydrated in this massive heat wave that's killing. It is killing people, but I I don't know. I don't mind the heat. I'm staying above it. I'm staying above it, just like you are in the summer of horrors, because you're going to look back. All right, You're going to be able to listen to these episodes. You're going to be like, wow, I was hot. Wow, you're going to feel the heat. (laughs) I think everybody's going to be pumped for next week. Everybody probably has an idea. Everybody voted on these movies, so if you're a part of this voting process, you probably have an idea, but I'm not going to say anything. But maybe one of the biggest movies we've ever discussed on this show. Well, if you're a member of the Patreon, then you would know exactly what movie it is. That's absolutely right. 
That's absolutely right, folks. And um, just a quick little lay down, because obviously nobody else is going to do it for us. We pride ourselves on being a show that isn't watered down with advertisements. And uh, if you want to look for a a way to support the show for cheaper than a cup of coffee every month, hop on over to patreon.com slash sloppy horror. Each week we post some bonus content, usually another hour-long episode for you. Not always scary movies. It's We're talking about whatever. But... We got content there, and if you're a fan, want to show your love, that's a way you can do it. We appreciate you greatly. And if you can't, we just appreciate you being here anyways. So comments, follows, you know, subscribing, all that stuff means the world. It really does. It seems like a very little insignificant thing. Even leaving ratings down. You're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, whatever. Takes, what, four seconds to hit the stars? Hey, give us your honest review. I would love to hear your feedback on what you hate about the show, what you like about the show. Tell me. Be honest with me here because it's one thing that I can't stand is when somebody is not honest about your work. I need you to be give me your honest opinion because that's how we better ourselves, by hearing your opinions. And it makes the show better, okay? It does make the show better. And also, one of the biggest things you can do here for Sloppy Horror Podcast, you into horror movies, you like the show, tell somebody about it. Just tell one person. If everybody tells one person, that puts us at 50% more listeners than we got right now. Wouldn't that be so? So, And we could I- have a bigger orgy. That's right, and I know you guys are already, a lot of you guys are already doing that. We love you so much. We really do. I, it's wild to me that we're thinking uh, you guys are listening from all over the world. So wherever you're from, we thank you, all right? This horror movie world, it kind of keeps us rolling around. It's a weird community. I'm telling you, all different walks and talks of people belong to it, but you go to these conventions, you don't see many people fighting. You don't see many people throwing down. You go to a horror movie premiere, you don't see many people going nuts and crazy. It's usually a bunch of people happy and joyous. And that's what I like about this show. And it kind of blows my mind to think that all of you are out there listening. So thank you from the bottom of my heart. Thanks, Rocco. (laughs) (laughs) That's my Mrs. Big Head. I I love love Mrs. Big Head and Mr. Big Head. Mr. Big Head. I love that cartoon, dude. That cartoon was so underrated. I'm nauseous. (laughs) Filbert. Yeah, that was a great show. It really I love was. That show, man. The cartoons aren't the same. But anyway, so, all right, with that said, being said, we have one more movie here if you're a current listener to the We Crown the Wimmer, the winner of the Summer of Horrors. And it's a very, very tight race right now. It's tight. It's neck and neck and neck and neck. Very tight. But we got one more fish to throw in this pond. So stay tuned. For next week on the last movie of the summer circuit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Are you ready? You ain't ready. You ain't ready. Mm-mm. All right now, folks, you have a good week, and we will be back. You want some more stuff? Follow us on TikTok. Go over there. You can see all our live streams. Oh, more content? Go there. Do it now. Or else. Yeah, we're going to leave. I got to go. Okay. Okay.